and west i'm your host chuck davis and with me this week are mike Kurt, chris Voorhees, craig mccalley uh okay well gee whiz oh. so uh we didn't have to wait too long to find out how difficult it is for jamie lannister to sink 100 feet into the mariana's River. trench of, <laughs> of the north fork or and, or swim and, three and miles while armored underwater <laughs> Just be dragged and just have a mouthful of water to spit out. Two, <laughs> about about once a season, there's a there's a physics or hard sciences fuck up that everyone's just like. But on we go. I mean, well, this one was particularly. You weren't happy. No, it's no. exactly what no. I expected, though. Yeah, I mean, I expected it, so I can't really be that mad. But I'm still mad. So. You 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 wanted them to crawl to the shore and immediately be surrounded by Dothraki, at least, and be imprisoned, right? Yes. Yeah, that was a theory that we had, and I thought it was good. I thought he was going to be, you know, held as hostage, basically, or used as a, like a bargaining piece. But So did they do the physics deep water thing so that they could justify them not being caught? Because if they just fell in a th- ten-foot deep river bank, they would have been caught. Well, I think by the logic of the show, you know, Fast travel happens when no one's watching, so that can happen <laughs> underwater as well. And they just fast traveled down river, pa- past the point where the mesas were no longer on the horizon. Just good for them, man. It would have been funny if they would have just, like, at the end of the episode where Braun knocked him off the horse where they just, like, plop in, like, ankle-deep water, like, belly flop, and just <laughs> lay there. And that's the end of the episode. Like, half halfway above water, like, oh. The fire dismissed us, but we... Kinda... Maybe Kyburn invented a new thing called an oxygen canister Ooh. Ooh. for the Lannister, and <laughs> we just didn't see that. The Lannister canister. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's built into the armor. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a Lannister. Let's kill him. So not only did Jamie manage to surface out of view of the enemy but also briskly walk back to King's Landing out of view of the enemy and make his way handily <laughs> straight back into the Red Keep uh, in time to be the first one to report the outcome of the battle. Yep. Well, that did, worked out well. Did he yep. show Did he show up and to talk to Cersei before any anything else happened? Uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I don't think there was a cutaway to Dragonstone until after we'd had the Jamie and Cersei conversation uh, where he's basically telling her we're fucked and she's like, well, what do you want me to do about it? We're fucked either way. So. Die fighting or die. Oh, where surrender. she says, where she basically says she's pregnant. And... That's later. That's later. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. And she, I don't know if she's being honest about that or I don't she's either. saying that in order to keep manipulate Jamie close. 
It's probably real, but... but when she said, not. don't ever betray me again, did she mean it was a betrayal for him to even have a conversation with Tyrion? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but he didn't even know that's what he was getting into. He let he let Tyrion go. Oh, I see. That was the betrayal. I mean, that's what Even I though Cersei it. knew that's what the outcome would be, somehow. I don't well, know if she well, knew. She, she seemed like she'd already come to the conclusion that she was willing to... Um, treat with Daenerys for the purpose of being clever. St- when staying alive for the moment. Right. Yeah. Uh, even though she didn't necessarily know that that's what the conversation was meant to be. I guess she could have assumed that that Tyrion would have been dispatched in order to vie for peace or to have them bend the knee or something. Did we ever see those two in a room? Cersei and Daenerys? I don't. Th- I don't think. No. I don't think we do. I mean, Daenerys has never been. You mean, will we or have yeah, we? Yeah, will we? Oh, will we? It, I don't she, know. Probably at some point. I don't. I mean, Cersei's bad news, but she's not necessarily like, uh, you know, a nemesis to to Daenerys for any personal reasons. Yeah, yeah but I would. I just feel like I mean there's definitely... like a, there's like a dozen other characters who deserve to kill Cersei before Daenerys oh, ever that's gets what in you're a room talking. with her. Okay. Like, okay. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, I would say they're nemeses, though. I mean, certainly. yeah. I mean, they're 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 two queens that are vying for power with the armies, but uh, you know, there's bigger fish to fry, and. Uh, Seems like she is coming around to believing the threat of the White Walkers. Yeah, I think just the more she warms to John. Oh, Danny is. Danny yeah. is. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's seen the cave paintings, and yeah, I guess that was convincing. I, so. I mean, while the fuck that whole idea well, to capture a White Walker and bring it down was, was seemed really out of left field and. Poorly executed. I mean, so what yeah, I, everyone's so like, okay, that whole thing is just to keep Cersei from, from what? I mean, I guess T- Tyrion seems to think that she can be convinced that Cersei could be convinced that there is a real threat north of the Wall. It's not a fairy tale, and therefore that might, you know, encourage her to. Well, but I remember <clears throat> Daenerys saying something about how she can't go north because if she leaves then Cersei will take over the south but <laughs> it's not like it's not like uh, war in this uh, world is about holding land you know what I mean <laughs> the land right. just kind of gets trampled back and forth you know and so either her army is there or it's not so it's kind of a flimsy excuse I'm not sure why it feels like a Flimsy plot device. Well, the people in Old Town... A reason Town... to get the epic uh, ranger squad together. <laughs> the yeah. people in Old Town backed up what you said with, oh, maybe a ruse just to divert people north. Yeah. Right. So that that's also where that came from this episode. I mean, yeah, the maesters really give the... They, they automatically go to, like, the opposite of what, what the actual text is just to completely... Sam has a little more credence with the one guy, though. Yeah. But, you know, he's Had... sort of like... You might be right, but it still doesn't get his due. Or yeah, they still kind of just blow it off, basically, right? 
Yeah. yeah, they're not acting with any sense of urgency. What do we think? Uh, so Jilly's reading the book, and she talks about like an endowment of a wedding between Rhaegar, Rhaegar. and I'm guessing Lyanna Stark, maybe or well, the, the annulment was Rhaegar and oh. uh, the Dornish, El- and he was married. Elia, to Elia, okay. right? So that means uh, you know. So that he was that then means married that to John Lyanna is the Stark. true-born son of the king uh, of, right. of the uh, oh the crown prince. Now had which gives him a better claim than what Daenerys has. Now had exactly. had Sam been listening harder, he, that still wouldn't have meant anything to him, would it have? No, no, no. He, because he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know anything about story. John. That was for lineage. that was for us. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Did she say Lyanna? No, she said, but she said Rhaegar. Yeah. Yeah, Sam wasn't wasn't tracking on on that little tidbit. That was just for us. And, and but I don't know if that. How many steps were there? Fifteen thousand eighty-two. I don't know. Fifteen thousand seven hundred eighty-two shits. Oh. <laughs> steps. Uh, do you think uh, we can just jump around here? We're obviously. all over the place. There's, yeah. there's too much to 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 try and get it in order. But so. We heard the Maesters mention that Sam's father and brother were killed. <laughs> Hilarious. That, oh, I didn't have the heart to tell him. Sam's going to be thrilled, at least, that his yeah. dad is gone. Right. Yeah, I think he will might be sad that Dickon is Maybe. dead. I don't think he really had any. No. We, we haven't been given a reason he to harbored anything. He doesn't begrudge Dickon. Um, but uh, do you think Sam is going to stop off at uh, Horn Hill on his way north mm. and get the news? And be told by, you know, the house staff, hey, by the way. Oh. You're the Lord of Horn Hill. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Is that somehow not going to come to fruition? Do you think that even if he shows up, someone's going to? because he took the black, it does invalidate his claim. I don't see why he would even travel back there at this point. It's like on the way. He was released from from the watch, right? Actually, well, he was sent it's, it's, to be to learn to be a maester, but he wasn't released from his vows. Okay, right. At least not explicitly. But well, but he's got a family. he's a wall now for yeah. his. I mean, mission. Well, with the well, Night's sort Watch of. is sort of uh, in mostly wildlings now. Anyway, yeah, yeah. The old ways don't <laughs> think, really uh, necessarily. The rules don't apply. I mean, anybody I, who's not on the wall is probably going to get a pass at this. Kind of like like John says at the at the end. He's like. Well, we're all on the same side. We're all breathing, right. which is, I think that's his, you know. I have such mixed emotions that's his, about that That's last his scene. view now. Like, yeah. So Tell you, us your emotions about this last scene. No, I just, I mean, it was. That's fucking it, awesome. Okay. That's okay. one That's one of the okay. emotions, but also it was a little, I mean, Chuck said Magnificent Seven and the whole Porticulus. Porticulus. Portcullis. Portcullis. Raising and the typical shot and the yeah. whole, you know. I mean. I wanted snow to come bounding out of the snow at that point. Or, uh, ghost. Uh, snow. Snow uh, ghost. ghost. I know you did. You were, you were saying it. Yeah, I mean, we got to see we got, Ghost. We, we got, ghost was name checked at least by Sansa. God, it was. She said, we can't just sit around and wait up here for John like Ghost. No. Oh, is that what she said? I didn't oh. catch that, that dialogue. I didn't. I didn't know what or she jo- said. John can't expect us just to sit here and wait for him like ghosts. We need to. We she, got stuff. To she do. reminded us that ghost e- exists. Right. So yeah, what happened in that Arya Sansa conversation? 
Well, I mean, Arya so. basically accused Sansa of secretly sort of playing the Game of Thrones in the back of her head and plotting. Is that what she meant? And, that she and, wants to be the, just the, a ruler, a queen, a ki- and uh, hoping John doesn't come back. Right, basically, the thing that's in her head. Yeah, she she's hoping. She's hoping that that John. Or, Fuck. Well, she's just accusing her of entertaining the idea of staying queen of but the she, north. But she was right based on Sansa's reaction, which surprises me. But I mean, she didn't accuse her of wanting it. She just accused her of at least thinking it, which is kind of mm-hmm. rude, really. But. Well, Arya's had a rough life. Yeah, she's, she's tough. Rougher than Sansa's. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Let's. Well, I mean, yeah, she had a fucking. Arya's life is was Ramsay free. True. <laughs> so that's most cool. of the direct torment on Arya's person was part of her faceless training, sure. which she brought upon herself, which isn't as bad as the other thing. But she witnessed an awful lot of badness when she was at uh, Hall. Yeah. She got the shit kicked out of her by the waif a lot. And tried to... Biter tried to bite her a few times, I think. <laughs> she lost her sight. <laughs> I think Rorge probably threatened to rape her once or twice. Yeah. Rorge and Biter. Then she just whispered a few names and... Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, so we we got to see Littlefinger be Littlefinger again. Finally, yeah, big, I mean, I feel like way. he's just been standard around like a. He really hasn't made a move with mittens that earlier. we that we knew about for many episodes. Yeah. Well, so but we don't know necessarily how much of what he was up to was theater for Arya's sake, because he was obviously aware that he was being watched at a certain point. Well, yeah, we do, because the fucking showrunners gave away too much after the show. Well, I guess we saw him speaking with the girl, giving her a coin, like she's going to go do something sneaky on his behalf. I mean, were we supposed to glean from what we actually saw on screen that he had staged the entire thing? Because I was not aware of that. I thought he just sort of suspected Arya and kind of caught her and like was keeping an eye on her, too. But he... You know, he planted that for her to find specifically to that's, drive a wedge between Sansa and that's Arya. That's basically what DB said. That it is, but I think which, that was too that, much. That is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that he would hide that so carefully in a locked room and, and somehow suspect that Arya would be able to find it. What does he right. really stand to gain from it anyway? He wants, well, according to the showrunner, <laughs> to drive a wedge between Arya and Sansa, so that a wedge Sansa, that's already there to deepen the wedge to deepen the wedge. To, to strengthen his own influence on Sansa. Yeah. But he was also speaking to a couple of the uh, bannermen who, um, you know, I, I, which is what we what we should expect him to be doing. And, trying and to just win favor and influence well, people. And the one guy the kitchen he was talking to everyone. was from the Vale. It was uh, Lord Royce or whatever. So he would have been... Oh, he was one of his own men then. Yeah. Or were they both his own men? I'm not sure who the other I one was. I think the other one was uh, a North man. Well, the kitchen girl certainly wasn't one of his own men. No. No. So, okay, yeah. I mean, but whatever. I guess, you know, they. Uh, well, we had to go back and pause on the note. Yeah. Which we determined is the note that uh, Cersei um, forced, forced Sanya, San- Sansa, Sansa to, to send... North to ask Rob to cancel the aggression against the Lannisters and bend the knee, which doesn't make her look good. But she she was also forced to write it, which uh, Arya doesn't know. 
Right. I like I like how Littlefinger was like, is this the only copy? I mean, I guess I don't know if it was typical for them to make copies once they received a raven. It's not like they send multiple ravens with the same copy of a note. Well, I'm just, Maester Lewin might have made copies. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if that was a typical But he didn't keep action. great records, according to Maester What's-His-Face. So was he, was he also trying to make it... Because he, assumably, he knew Arya was watching at that moment. And he wanted to make it seem like he was on a team with Sansa to also... Well, maybe it's more reasonable to think that he knew that would be a piece of evidence that he could use to drive the wedge. He didn't necessarily knew, know when he'd have an opportunity to plant it. But that opportunity happened instantly, and he was shrewd enough to just kind of watch his own door to see if his suspicions were correct, and they were. But he doesn't know that Arya found it. But he does. He just knows. He doesn't know. Well, but as soon as he goes in, it's missing. She know. didn't necessarily take it. She. I thought yeah, she took I it. I think she put it back. Okay. She took it back for reading. She just needs the knowledge. She does, she's not going to go march straight to Sansa and say, what the fuck is this? She might. She might, but that doesn't seem likely apparently all his really good secrets were under lock and key somewhere they're all up here he's pointing at his head um <laughs> so i got uh I'm, I'm just gonna break down some of my favorite things that accomplished this episode um you know sam finally had his fill of old town and got out of there he grabbed some of his favorite restricted books and hit the road <laughs> which i was you know, wanting to to do like as soon as the shit montage was over in the first episode, I was just like, "That's enough of this. Let's get out of here. Let's get him back to the wall where he can do something useful." Um. Uh. So that was great. Um. Uh. Drogon, uh, meeting John and sort of oh, yeah. establishing an affinity for him, mm-hmm. which was cool. Maybe familial. Is that the vibe you got? That I think that the dragons are meant to sense Targaryen blood. I mean, Danny and John had a real kind of comfortable at ease scene from that. Yeah, they, they they had a really. She was giving him some looks. She she was at rapt attention to see what was going to happen. Yeah. I feel like feel like she wasn't quite sure. Did you get I think, that? I think he passed like kind of a big. John passed like a kind of a big test. Not getting her fire breathing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I think <laughs> one, one she probably didn't even necessarily expect was one, but I think she was just taken aback by, you know, my dragons trust this guy and he's kinda cute, so <laughs> <clears throat> So she warmed to John quite a bit in turn, which was interesting. Um and I I love everything about the return of Gendry. Even though it was so out of left field, and they just but 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 it was ramped up just enough, like to reintroduce him, remind us what we like about him, kind of uh, you know show that he's like a, he's he's reached hero level now, like he's ready to join the fight, uh, and he got to meet John, and they had a, a, a bastard little, moment. They yeah, had, they yeah. had some bastard bonding. Um, after he'd already shown that he can swing the hammer and fend for himself and all that's all of a sudden he's on the A team, you know? I like how after being gone for seasons. Davos came in and was like I'm I, he was like, You want me to come with you? And he was like, I'm ready to go. Just no no questions asked. He was just 
I mean, he didn't on have board. A, he'd mm-hmm. never had a family to speak of. Yeah. He was always looking for Davos was something. Basically, probably like his dad at this point, I think. Ish, I mean, yeah. and that whole bit about Davos counseling him to hide his identity and he immediately ditched it. Yeah. That just immediately. That, that was a great character yeah. moment for him, and it led to. Because John doesn't really care. I mean. Right. As we find out later, I mean, he is basically after anybody who wants to fight for him who is breathing, basically. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. a Lannister or... That scene where we find Hound and Barrack and Thoros in, in the, the cell. cell and all those... Everybody just sort of says, you know, I'm supposed to hate you because you fucked me over or I heard you're a dick. Or you and killed my family oh, yeah, or well, a bunch yeah, of other you, things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, well, all right. What what are we gonna waste a couple more seasons? My dad fighting gave in a feud me my sword. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for there to be some enmity between Jorah and uh, the Hound and John and John Snow. Oh. Oh. John's got his sword. It's not his sword. Well, it should have been Mormont's sword. I, I don't think Mormont has any of those kind of uh, nostalgic. Uh, he yeah may, maybe. A different version of the character would have sort of pined for his familial identity, but he's all about Khaleesi and what has it, been. What did you think of her being true. absolutely surprised and happy and warm at his return? I was gratified that like, Jorah got some genuine warmth from Daenerys likewise. after all of his struggles. Likewise, yeah. I, I, well, I they, think that they, they parted on good terms. I mean, she was obviously sad about him dying. Didn't want him to. Yes, but she also thought he was going to. I mean, it's hard. There's a lot of things wrapped up in there. He he betrayed her. She said, you know, at one point she was like, "You're lucky. You're going to leave here with your life." She gave him a serious kiss off. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, but I, he was sort of on a probationary return until <laughs> this episode. I feel he, like. he looked. He was great. He was all decked out. She said he looked good. He was in the in the black armor that apparently everyone. Is it, it must be hot this season in Westeros because <laughs> everyone's got it. Team Danny wearing black. Yep. I felt <laughs> like uh, um, we don't see Miss Sunday this episode. I know that sucks. Yeah, Greg wanted to see those titties. What? I mean, let's be a little classy. Let's be honest. I mean, you can just queue up your favorite episode if you want. Let's that. be classy so about it. I wanted guys, to see it all. You feel like. Uh, Tyrion's getting a little squeamish about the use of the dragons. Oh yeah, I mean, that surprised he's, me a little bit. I mean, he seems why? to be. They all seem to be implying that if she uses her dragons, that she's, you know, just like her father or whatever. But well, there's some validity to that. What the What the hell else is she going to do with her dragons? <laughs> I mean, if she's not burning things with them, what good are they? <laughs> Come on. Well, seriously, though. You don't, you don't bring the her, Dothraki her... horde across the sea and expect everybody to play nice. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is war, right? They kind of figured, Tyrion had to figure they're going to have to kill some Lannisters to win this war. It rang a little false to me, too. Yeah. Isn't but... isn't ruling people out of fear What the, it, exactly the wheel that she's trying to break, according to her? The, oh, that's what she said right before she burned those two men. <laughs> she didn't alive. hold back with the intimidation uh, tactics. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what would you do? Would you bend the knee? Fuck yeah! Okay. Dragon appears. Twenty five percent of people bend knee. Dragon roars. Fifty percent of people bend knee. Dragon looks at everyone. The other seventy five, and then they breathe fire, and then we got the rest of them. We're good. 
You All right, let's bend, move on. Bend the knee and then reevaluate once the dragon flies away. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't think Tyrion's advice to just throw the Tarleys in a cell? I think that was good counsel, but I don't necessarily feel like he should have been so troubled by the carnage on the battlefield. Or maybe I mean it, it's sort of pre it, it's it's uh, or, or he shouldn't have been troubled premature. by her punishing the the lords that refused to bend the knee. I mean, she's got established she gave, control. She gave him a chance. John John Snow didn't bend the knee. Well, yeah, we don't true. know that they might have just not showed it. That's but she didn't threaten him with that's death true, either. Yeah, yeah, and she well, also wants him. So. Well, but he's not he's not contending with her for the Iron Throne. I mean, she knows that he doesn't want the Iron Throne. Yeah, but he wants the Silver Throne. <laughs> oh, the Snowy the, Throne. There can't be more than one throne, according to her. But she's her her point of view is shifting already. I think. Yeah. Uh, now, now that there's a different threat, you know, the rules are changed. She's not necessarily giving up on her lifelong quest, but. Um, there's more, you know, new, new shit has come to light, man. <laughs> <laughs> has Danny ever had a speech or a moment where she talked about her? I mean, I know lately she's mentioned her birthright and the fact that she's the rightful heir and all that, but there never was a point in time throughout this show where she sort of really bought into it. Didn't it seem like at the beginning she was kind of just going towards something that seemed like a better life than she had at the moment? She was never just like on a, on a tear even when she was back save, freeing cities and freeing slaves and stuff like that, she still had a couple moments of doubt. Like she was going to stay in Marine, I think it was, wasn't it? She's like, ah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cross the sea. I'm going to stay here. This well, yeah, she 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 decided that she wanted to prove to herself that she could be a benevolent ruler before she, um, you know, went went ahead with this kind of pipe dreamy type destiny that she imagined she had for herself. Which was all well and good, but that decision is the whole reason why there hasn't been any books for the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So, Bronn lures Jamie down to... Meet with Tyrion. The, dra- the dragon, dragon dungeon. Mm-hmm. In the, with a kind of a, the guise of sparring, and Tyrion shows up. The Tyrion and Jamie conversation was maybe cut short a little bit. Like, too much of it happened off screen. That, you know, basically they started to get into some family emotional stuff, and and Jamie shuts him down and says, What do you want? Mm-hmm. He wasn't ready to hear it. So, I mean, Jamie knows now that Tyrion didn't have anything to do with uh, Joffrey's death. So. And Cersei does too. Cersei bought it. How yep. did she take that news? I don't think did she not believe it right she did not want, right she away didn't want to believe it. she believed it by the end it didn't necessarily change her loathing of Tyrion um, nothing nothing can nothing can well I mean he serves her enemy now so and the killing of father even though they all hated their father yeah she even had, though they she had issues grudgingly though. respected him I guess uh but that's all old news at this point. It doesn't apart apart from them acknowledging it. <laughs> Are you gonna nod off during the podcast, Chris? Oh, well, maybe Mike too. Let's be fair. No, no, I'm. I'm Are you also? I'm awake. 
Well, there's very little that we didn't sort of at least breeze over or touch upon. We we can we can wrap this up. It's no. Fine. What? Uh, oh, so we we had tor- tor- torment. <laughs> torment couldn't get through an episode without acknowledging he's looking for the big woman. The big, yeah. <laughs> the big girl. That could that could be anybody. I mean, we don't know what? Uh, no, I'm just trying to be an asshole. <laughs> Uh, but we didn't see Brian. Oh, we saw Bran. Oh, we saw the fucking yeah. Night King on the march. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we saw yeah. we saw Bran now. Um, what's the, what is it called when they go into the animals? Warging, warging into a whole flock of seagulls. No, a flock of uh, crows. <laughs> and I mean, Bran a, a murder, a whole murder. Bran's, Bran's, Bran's vision Bran. obviously spurs the the letters that are the ravens that are sent. Ooh, ooh. Yes, but did at the I got okay. I have a question. Yeah, ooh. At that moment, did anyone? question Bran's potential future loyalty to the living that was the first moment when I thought oh my god what if Bran ends up being sort of on the other side mm. I don't huh? think really no, that, that, never but that's, that can't be because his thing is that he's natural and the undead are unnatural right I mean if you were to have an ethos sort of diametric thing he would be on the well, he, I mean, from the but night, he's, he's got a foot in both worlds, though, doesn't he? I think from the night, he he's kind of the avatar of the children of the forest, which if we if the cave paintings are to be believed, are the true enemy of of the night king and the white walkers. The white walkers essentially want to destroy their creators. Yeah, and uh, and he's the you know representative of that force will we hear a what hmm. do the are we going to hear like the night king speak is that going to be a thing ever or is he just I hope, there i hope not he hasn't ever spoken has he no I, we might that's entirely possible maybe he'll explain yeah. his perspective at some point and then we'll be like oh <laughs> just like it'd be nice to just have a white walker history episode like mixed in Maybe just like uh, that would, that w- I would like that a family counseling session with <laughs> you know Brand. Chris, and are the you night laughing? King and... Because you're imagining the night the night king giving a speech and he just opens his mouth, raises his arms, and says, "Okay, so here's why we're here. Okay, I just want y'all to listen. Just hear me out. Does anybody okay. want to hear my side? My side, because you know we've come a long way <laughs> to kill you." <laughs> I feel like the Night King. What's a? I mean, wasn't there a Phil Hartman sketch where he's like a Neanderthal or whatever in the SNL? unfrozen caveman lawyer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm imagining. I know I'm just an unfrozen caveman. Your modern technology confuses and frightens me, but if there's one thing I know. It's that White Walkers should be allowed south of the wall, just like the Freefall. Yeah. What do we think of Eastwatch? I mean, we see it in the credits, and it's kind of built like up on up into the side of the wall, like just it looked like it was kind of more pre- rampy stairs, a precarious position. Did we really... see anything yet that lent, let us lent us to believe what way the White Walkers are going to traverse the wall, go around it? Your, Is whole, that what your, we're doing? your whole thing about there's a, like uh, people online were theorizing that they were intentionally broadening the scope of the ice beyond into the as ocean. winter comes. Yeah, but that was reversed in this one where they they even zoomed in on Eastwatch in the opening credits. I mean, there's a gate in, at Eastwatch, right? Is that what we're... That's the portcullis okay. that they went through. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the... Okay, I got Cause you. Because they were at Eastwatch. That's right. Yeah, but which, again, confused me because it looked just like the one <laughs> right. at, at Castle it all, Black. It all looks and, the same up there. 
but maybe actually maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it, there it is only matter. the one portcullis. We'll see. No, there's no more than one. There yeah. should be more than one, right? Probably every castle has one. Uh, Check and, the book and an elevator. Oh, gotta have the elevator. But we, yeah, I mean, the Night King saw the murder of crows come in and repelled it with a glare. Yeah, and, but does well, that, does that does mean that, that he was became he could, aware? Too? Does he know where Bran is? Yeah, I, mean, I thought yeah. it was maybe sort of a sort of a Palantir. I think it is. Thing. I think he he saw that Bran was well, watching he, him, and he, he has did. some connection to Bran from back when he touched him in that dream or whatever. Oh, Ooh. yeah, he dreamed of touching him. <laughs> Did Brand a was Michael that a Jackson story? Was, where, where, where was that? That was when he was under the tutelage of Max von Sydow, the original Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah, who was? And who they was, were in a memory or something, or guided, they were in the yeah. past. Did he lead him to the memory of the point of creation of the original White Walker? Oh, that might be it. Remember that baby? Remember Craster's baby? He, Is Craster's yeah. baby ever going to come back? He's probably <laughs> well. They've been acknowledging the passing of the years lately. Oh, yeah. Gendry said he's been making Lannister steel for three or four years now. So, um, Craster's babies. Uh, how how big is uh, good band name? Is Gilly's baby? Yeah, he was. It looks yeah, like he's four. About, looked, uh, right, four or five. No, Gil, I don't know. Gilly's about... baby was like one, maybe. No, no, no I don't know. Oh, you mean back when? This, you mean in the episode tonight? In the episode tonight. No, he wasn't oh, one. He, he was, had he had Sam gave like him a fucking book to read. He's like twenty. Right. <laughs> <It's> like 20. <laughs> he was, no, he was cracked he open was a beer, or four. studying for his uh, SATs yeah. coming up. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get in, trying to get into Old Town with the full scholarship. <laughs> All right. Well, I, so but he's he's still like in diapers, so no more than two. We'll see. Okay. So that means Craster's baby is... Isn't it just how many ever seasons ago he was born? How many seasons ago was he born? He was born in season two. That's when they did the original range north of the wall, right? Oh, well, he's not five, is he? All right, we're getting hung up on something that's totally <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah, that's not going to line up quite right. Yeah, nothing, nothing Gilly's does. baby should be older. Gen- maybe Gendry just, you know, felt like he was making swords and flea bottom for four <laughs> years. No, well... Shows jump the shark. Let's stop. Stop I, watching. I thought um, Sir Davos's business in Flea Bottom was going to get to get a, be to get a bowl of Flea Bottom Brown. <laughs> Could have got another montage of sloshing of bowls. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> Diarrhea cut to the next scene. Just... I liked all of Sir Davos's subterfuge to. Uh, Get the uh, gold cloaks to go away. Oh man, those tents! Ooh, that that was a great sequence. Just that that was maybe the best Davos scene that we've had in a while. Yeah, uh, Davos' scene is when he's just going just on about honor and just to be serving something larger and being. Well, that's Davos in hand. He's mode. awesome. But we got to see Davos one last time in Onion Knight mode. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, smuggled, smuggled in. Tyrion. Like how everyone looked at him. Oh, something needs smuggled? There's a boy. We got a boy. Um, speculation about the ranging? I mean, is it going to be like hard home take two? I mean, are they out to capture one fucking guy? That, that one, I think is the, yeah, that's that's the, the point of the ranging. That's the MacGuffin we, that, that formed. Have we ever seen a walk, member of the, of the Walking Dead just go take, off into the bushes to take a piss? I mean, they don't really break away from formation. 
they're going to have to confront yeah, the Night King pretty much controls them. them, right? And he'll I feel like it's a hive mind and that they would wouldn't they sort of know. I think it is kind of a hive mind. It's going to go it's going to go wacky. Uh but I mean if if they can contain one I don't. It, it, the, the the whole mission. If if their whole mission is to walk up to the horde and just try to drag one away and get away, <laughs> yeah. we got him. It's not going to work. How many other rangers did you think there were behind the, the seven? Uh, did, another seven or so, or seven really? to I thought ten. Maybe twenty, forty. No, not that many. I don't think so. Are they re- just red shirts? Just I think they're just oh, yeah. red shirts. All all of the who do we have in that group? We got Gendry. John Snow, the three, the Hound, okay, Thoros, and Beric, Beric, Torment, Torment, Jora, Jora. Is that it? Is yeah, that all the badasses. That's a nice bunch of badasses. Which before this episode, we would never have listed Gendry among the <laughs> badasses, but he uh, jumped to the head of the line. He got a paycheck. He's he went from eating just beans on the stove to. Steak on the stove? Well, I don't know. Will we well, get to, don't to know. ranging, so yeah. nothing right. on the no, stove. Yeah. <laughs> Will we get to see... I'm talking about real life. <laughs> Gendry <laughs> and, and John reminiscing about Arya? Will he get to... Maybe. Let John yeah, know I that mean, he's got good buddies with his baby sis? Does does he know that that was his he, ba- half-sister? He, or he knows... Yeah, he should be able to do the math on that. He knows that Arya Stark is Jon Snow's half sister, cousin actually, but you know he doesn't alt, know that alt cousin. So that's a thing that might happen. We might enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of the time is going to be spent north of the wall next week for some reason. Yeah, and and I think some of the Littlefinger's shenanigans at at uh, Winterfell will sure. come to a head. Sure, that fucker. But I don't see. I don't think we'll see much more than that. Oh, I wanted to say something that I saved for the podcast. Um, I th- really was hoping for a more satisfying death of Randall Tarly. I thought when that guy went, I was going to be just on my feet, hooping and hollering. And I'm sure some people. You didn't think some uh, people that watched the show probably did feel great joy, and you're bad people. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think the dragon burning was. Appropriate? Yeah, it's a pretty dramatic death. It's dramatic, but I... What did you want? Well... Wanted him to suffer more? No, no. Or or just no. have influence the story just more? put him in the cells. I sort of thought he would be more of a fixture for a while. But... I, I mean, he, he, he was one of the worst fuckers on the show. He was like maybe the number two worst dude so far. And it just wasn't super satisfying. I don't think he was that bad. I think he was just a prick. <sighs> yeah, but that's what... Bad he, is he was just uh, how how bad he treated Sam. He, I mean, he was terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah, he was a he was a dick to <clears throat> Sam, but yeah, I mean, he didn't. But not well, like and, a and, total and, psycho like the Boltons or anything. He did want to whip the the loot train for lagging behind. That's true. <laughs> with with the stragglers, and he was kind of a. He, he a prick in his mouthing off to Daenerys about yep. uh, not not wanting to serve savages. Well, remember how he treated savages. Gilly? And well, he first of all, he's like the worst fucking racist on the show, too. I guess I sort he, of. He's. <laughs> I mean, he was the most outspoken, like you know, 
fuck anyone from anywhere else and you know what's wrong with you yeah i guess i but i i guess just in in the pantheon of fuckers in westeros i think he's number two i think he's way up there so. i mean well i mean that, that's still no, standing shit no john joffrey, joffrey and ramsey both existed God, yeah well I'll, I'll reevaluate but he's up there Joffrey Ramsey, you're on. Fuck Cersei. I mean, I mean, even fucking Theon did worse shit than Randall Tarley did. All uh, right, <laughs> is that what the show is now? And who's and, the least and worst? The Hound did bad shit. Yeah, but all these the Mountain did I, bad I, shit. What about all these? I like the Hound now. What about all these redemptive yeah. characters? Though, yeah, the Hound and Theon both have had some serious redeeming. Fucking Theon saves Sansa. I mean, that's the only reason he's he, alive. He's still alive. Yeah, yeah, John. Well, he never got his redemptive moment. Well, I guess him just dying for his honor is his version of redemption. Well, he's still alive, though. He's not so. dead. Randall Tarley. I'm talking oh, about okay. Theon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Theon is beyond redemption no matter what he does at this point, I think. Hmm. I think he's still I mean, going to play a great part. I think you're right. I think all, all the Stark children that are still alive at this point will have a, a, at least a powerful moment. You call him a Stark child? Over. He was the adopted, or well, he was the, ward. he was the ward. He was the ward. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, he, you know, introduced in the first episode among those kids, raised with those kids. He he went bad fast. Didn't but, he uh, shoot an arrow and save someone right off the bat? Brand Brand got so captured Brand, by wildlings, right. but he got chided by Rob for shooting an arrow so close to his brother. Man, that seems like small potatoes now. <laughs> Well, we'll uh, reconvene next week and talk about all the big potatoes. <laughs> I like that. Bye.